0: I followed those messages that were in the books, like they were suggested as templates for sending direct messages to people. And when I did that, I had so many people unfollow me or unfriend me. People actually brazenly told me off as well. Hello there, Deirdre Martin here, welcoming you back to the Master Your Business podcast. Today, we are navigating the social media landscape, exploring how to be authentically social with strategic examples and actionable tips tailored specifically for your professional services business. Before we dive into today's topic, I do have a small request of you. If you know any entrepreneurs, those passionate folks who truly value their customers, could you please take a moment to share this episode with them? Today's content could really make a difference in their social media journey. And here's why your sharing matters. The more listeners, ratings, reviews we get, the more visibility this podcast gains. That means the podcasting powers that be will help us reach more people who could benefit from these actionable insights and strategies, just like you. So thank you in advance for your support and spreading the word about the Master Your Business podcast. And now... Let's get down to the nuts and bolts of today's topic. Before we delve into the action-packed tips, I'd like to share a story about my journey of being social on social. And actually, probably part of my journey with this podcast too, if I'm being honest. So some of you know, I used to be a bank manager. Everything was very regulated, including how you could reach out to people. You know, how you could speak to people, everything, even when you were on social media for yourself, you were there representing the bank. So everything had to be so, so carefully done. You know, it really was very restrictive. When I started in my own business, I read every how to guide going. I must have read 12, 15, 20 books on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook alone. I was on Pinterest looking for stuff, I was on YouTube, I joined programs run by people in Ireland and further afield. And I really did follow the advice of the gurus. I was posting diligently, like genuinely showing up all the time. But what happened was my follower count, number of people following me or my connections as well, that was just stagnant. It literally didn't move. Some week I'd get a couple and then others would fall off. And my engagement was low. And based on some of the messages that were in the books that I'd read about how to engage people and, you know, how to basically make sales, I followed those messages that were in the books. Like they were suggested as templates for sending direct messages to people. And when I did that, I had so many people unfollow me or unfriend me and basically. People actually brazenly told me off as well. And that really affected me. And I really started to wonder if all of my efforts were in vain. I mean, I wasn't just questioning the direct messages I was sending. I was questioning everything. And what also happened was my sales were slumping. And when my sales were slumping, that really impacted my confidence because... uh, something that I do it's wrong I know I get coaching on it is I associate my worth and my value to how much money I'm making which is I know completely nuts but that's that's the reality and then I was looking at some other people who'd been in groups that I was in and I was comparing myself and I was reading the content that they were posting but I also learned something and I realized something and that was the Biggest thing that I was lacking in my content and that one biggest thing that I was lacking in my content and in the messages I was sending was emotion. I wasn't talking about emotions. I wasn't talking about the times that I feel like pulling my hair out and there were quite a few of those or the happy dance when my clients tell me that they've had a winner that they've had a new client sign up. Or when I get a new client sign up, whether it's one-to-one or a group, I don't mind. I'm just doing happy dance. And I always like to celebrate in some way, every little success. But what was happening was everything was logical. Everything was formal, professional, and it was banky, right? It was banky. And around the same time, I was with two separate friends at two different occasions and both of whom are business owners and I really value both of their opinions. I was telling them what my struggle was, you know, my cash was down, my confidence was down, everything just felt like it wasn't working. And the feedback they both gave me about my content online, can you guess what it is? If you're newly following me, you'd never guess, but it was really corporate. I had the look and feel of somebody who was corporate and a little bit unapproachable. Now, that was a hard pill to swallow because I really felt like I was working hard at it. And yes, I was working hard at it. But I was stuck. I was stuck right there with that banky sort of stuff. It was corporate. And I was at an all time low in my business. So much so that I questioned the viability of my business and whether or not I should consider looking at jobs again. And the other reason I knew that I wasn't connecting with people was because those two people, they really gave me some gentle loving shoves that maybe weren't so gentle, but they knew that one part of my brand strategy that I was struggling with was that I was afraid to call out who I wanted to work with. And I don't know why I let this fear get in the way, but I literally let this fear become a business decision, which in hindsight is utterly nuts, completely bananas, completely bananas. But once I got over myself, as I say, with some not so gentle, loving shoves from people in my inner circle, I knew the next thing I needed to do was to share more of my stories. I knew I needed to share more of those wins, the big ones and the small ones, but also my struggles, just like I'm sharing with you here right now, totally real off the cuff. And in my bank life, I never would have shared anything like this. And even sharing emotions, I'm not like a touchy-feely person. That's not really me. (laughs) Um... Especially not with people I don't know. Yes, with my family, of course. But otherwise, I'm I'm not somebody who talks about emotion a lot. I was brought up to be, you know, anything to do with emotions. You keep that behind closed doors. That was how I was brought up. So what I realized was I needed to share more of these behind the scenes moments. The real unedited journey of running a business. And actually, even when I was talking about this, when I was thinking, you know, what is this podcast episode going to be about? And it is about being social and social. I had this realization that I've been doing this, being, you know, being that real authentic person on social media. But I haven't been doing that on this podcast, actually. I haven't been doing it on the podcast. I'm showing up on the podcast and I'm giving you incredible tips that I know work. I'm like literally getting down into the nitty gritty and giving it to you. But what I'm not doing is I'm not sharing these authentic stories. And guess what happened on my social media once I started to share these? My audience started to engage. People started to reach out to me. They told me my content really speaks to them. It's like I'm inside their head. At networking events, people have come up to me. And they have literally come up and said, Deirdre, oh my gosh, there is no one else as authentically showing up on LinkedIn as you. It's so refreshing, okay? Now, I'm not like sharing stories I wouldn't share with anyone, but at the same time, I'm much more... I won't say vulnerable, that's the wrong word. It is literally authentic. I'm just, it's like I'm just having conversations with friends and that's how I've approached my social media. And so you might start to see a shift in the podcast from here on in, in terms of the stories that I start to share on here as well, because my authenticity on social media has helped me to create genuine connections And that has resulted in my audience growing organically. But this was a lesson that I learned for social media quite some time ago. And this hasn't just worked for me. There's a really simple method that I've figured out and that I now teach to my one-to-one clients and in my group program. And so it helps you create content in this way as well. It absolutely works. And so whilst I realized it for social media, what I didn't realize until today as I was preparing to record this episode was that actually I haven't been doing this on my podcast. I really need to show up a bit more authentically and like the real me out here telling actual stories like this one. Now, all of that that I've just shared with you, that's only one part of the story. And really that part is about me getting out of my own way And so as we dive into the tips today, remember my transformation from a faceless professional to a trusted, relatable person online, because that's what being social on social media is all about. It's creating authentic connections and building a community. Now, I know you're here because you want tips. So let's get started with some tips. And it's got to start with that authenticity because authenticity matters. Oh my gosh, I could screen this from the rooftops. And I'm sure you've been there, right? You've seen an account on social media where every photo looks like it's from a professional photo shoot. I was one of those people. I love my professional photos. I mean, seriously, I don't like taking selfies. Absolutely hate it, in fact. And so it's very comfortable to share those brand photo shoots because why? Because you feel like you look good in those pictures, right? That's the truth. And while those images are beautiful, yours are too, they're beautiful. They might not always resonate with the message that you're sharing or with the particular content or topic that you have going on in that day. What's great to do? what is absolutely incredible to do is to use those when you don't have anything else appropriate or when you're feeling sick and a selfie just is not going to work or, you know, you just feel like there's no way I can put myself in front of the camera today, right? That's when you share those ones. Or if you're sending your um, pictures off to a publication or something like that or to feature on somebody's podcasts, that's when you use the professional ones or for your website, Right? But the rest of the time, the rest of the time, create a mix, share candid moments of your journey, your day-to-day life, your behind-scenes stuff, glimpses of you in your business. That sort of authenticity creates a much deeper connection with your audience. And picture for a minute, imagine somebody who's, let's say, an estate agent, right? And imagine you're following an estate agent on social media and the estate agent maybe just doesn't um they, they don't just share pictures of the homes that they're selling, but maybe they also share a story of their day. Right? Let's say they're out, they go for a run in the morning and they share a snapshot from their run, which could be in the area of a house that they're selling, or a visit to a local cafe, or maybe even a funny anecdote about a mix up an open house or something it's genuine moments like those that can really make someone relate to what you're uh, what you're about and make you become across as more trustworthy so tip number 1 is share your real journey the real you not just your professional achievements okay tip number 2 for tip number 2 I want you to remember, you've probably heard this before on here, is that consistency is also key. But it's not just about the frequency of posts. It's not just about being consistent in how often you post. The kind of content, the tone and the message, all of those things need consistency too. So for example, if you are, let's imagine you're a wellness coach you could probably post daily tips or you could post weekly client success stories. And maybe every month you host a live questions and answers, a live Q&A session. That kind of strategic consistency not only keeps your audience engaged, but also builds your brand's identity. And if you think about it, if you ever joined an in-person networking group, but you only went once, well, then you're going to find it hard for people to get to know, like, and trust you. So here's another example. Let's take an accountant for an example. And imagine an accountant who has created a unique rhythm on their social media platform. And what I mean by a rhythm is that let's say every Monday they share a tax tip. On Wednesdays, they share a client success story and every Friday, they might share some sort of number crunching puzzle. That accountant's audience is going to know what to expect from them and when to expect it, and what happens is that builds engagement and it also builds anticipation. So tip number two is to keep a consistent posting schedule, but equally a consistent tone and message. Now, when it comes to engaging with others in social media, you need to go beyond just liking and leaving generic comments on other people's content. So for instance, imagine if you were a fitness trainer, okay, my gym instructor is a great example here, and you come across a post about someone else's transformation journey. Don't just say something like, great job, great job great job, you know how much hard work went into this transformation. So instead, write something like your dedication is inspiring because those results from maybe, you know, losing weight or toning up, whatever it is, that takes incredible dedication. And it could you could ask a question to ask, you know, to learn more so that your other clients can take inspiration from this as well. You could ask something like, What was the biggest challenge you faced during this journey? That kind of thoughtful engagement leads to meaningful conversations and relationships. And it's not just about your ideal clients, you know, it's not just your ideal clients that you need to engage with on social media, but there are others you should be looking to engage with too. People who might be influencers or people who might serve your ideal clients, for example. But maybe these people are not your competition. They're not your competitors. Or maybe there are some past clients or people who, as I say, are not your competitors, will never be your clients, have never been your past clients, but there are always people who support you. It's nice to engage with those people and not just be out there trying, you know, you're there for your business, yes, but you're not out there trying to make a fast book. And so on LinkedIn for example when you engage on other people's posts an added benefit is that all of their audience can see you too. Now I'm going to share a quick story with this. This is uh, I think this is an incredible story and this has happened to me in my business. So this podcast launched in February of 2023 and around that time Maybe shortly afterwards, I created a list of about 25 people who, whose books I've read, who I deem to be really big influencers. And, you know, I've either seen them speak at something or I've been following them on social media on their entrepreneurial journey. And maybe I might admit I might be a little bit starstruck with some of them, but I made it my mission with these 25 people to comment and engage on their content at least once a week. So that's only 25 people, it's not a huge amount, it's five people per day. And I did that for a solid three and a half months. And then I reached out to them and I asked them if they would consider becoming guests on this incredible Master Your Business podcast. Now, I'm still waiting on replies from some, But most of them have come back and they've replied with a resounding yes. They'd be so happy to. And some have even written messages where they've literally said that they usually charge for speaking engagements. But because they've valued my engagement and their posts for the last number of months, they'd be happy to do it for free in this instance. Like, oh my God, I was blown away by that. Like completely blown away by that. Uh, I did not expect that. I expect that most of them would say no, or, you know, I'm too small. Some of these people have hundreds and thousands of followers. They're known worldwide. And I really thought, oh my God, they're they're just going to say no. So I'm so excited. I cannot wait for you to hear those episodes. They are truly epic with incredible nuggets of wisdom and value. So make sure that you subscribe right here, right now, as I say this, uh, because you're not gonna want to miss out on some of the amazing stuff that's coming. Okay, so back to today's tip, and that was number three, engagement. Okay, tip number four then is DMs, direct messages. Now, remember my experience with cold DMing, and by cold, I mean somebody I don't know, sending them a message, and that message being based on a template. If you're copying and pasting stuff into the DMs and telling you it will not work, that's a clear example of what not to do. Instead, use DMs as a tool to build relationships. And how you do that is let's say you comment on a story or a post that somebody has created and ask for more information about something they've shared. So you're asking open ended questions or if they follow you, you know, you could ask them a question in the direct messages. How did you come across me? For instance, if someone posts, um, you know, a, a, a social media post about reading a business book or a podcast, and maybe it's one you're interested in, you could ask them or send them a DM and say, you know, how you find in that book? How's that podcast? Is it worthwhile tuning into? I've been considering adding it to my reading list or my listening list. Ask questions based on the answers then that they've given you. Don't follow templates from books like I did. Like, as I say, that is the exercise and one not to do. But direct messages are a powerful tool if used properly. This is where you show up and you sell on social media. You don't sell on social media in your posts, but you sell in the DMs. And what I mean by that is you use the direct messages to build relationships. And those relationships may eventually convert into a client. So you're not there just hard selling. That is not what you're doing. You're there to build relationships, not just a client list. You can offer free value in there, or even offer to have a coffee and chat. You can also have conversations to see if somebody might be a good fit to work with you. And that's what I mean by selling in the DMs. So tip number four is to use the DMs to show genuine interest and literally be of service to people. And lastly, tip number five, learn and adapt. Observe what kind of content resonates with your audience and adapt accordingly. So for example, I used to create graphics for all my content and it took me ages every single week. Now I have templates that I have on Canva. I give templates to my clients as well. And that's all about buying back time and speeding up the whole content creation process. But I would still go in every week and I would want my content to be fabulous. And I create brand new templates every single week or new graphics, I should say. But now I only share posts with graphics about three times a week, four tops. You know why? And yes, it brought me back time. That was one reason. But the main reason is that I get so much more activity, engagement and more when I post selfies, when I post pictures, even the brand photography ones. I adapted my strategy to share much more of the behind the scenes content. And by doing that, this has boosted my engagement so much, it's literally like I have added rocket fuel to my marketing, honestly. Okay, so tip number five is pay attention to your audience's response and be ready to adapt. So let's do a quick recap. Here are the five actionable tips to be social strategically. Number one, be authentic. Share your real journey, not just the highlight reel. Number two, be consistent. Try to keep a regular posting schedule and a consistent message and tone. Number three, engage meaningfully. Comment with value. Foster meaningful relationships. And number four, use the DMs to build relationships. Show genuine interest in the person and their content. And lastly, number five, learn and adapt. Observe what kind of content resonates with your audience and adapt your strategy accordingly. So folks, these aren't just tasks to add to your to-do list so you can check them off every time you create something because social media is more than a marketing tool. These tips and social media are actually all about building a community and connecting with people. So you become more than just a service provider. You become a trusted voice in your field. Okay, so that wraps up today's episode. I do hope that these insights and stories will help you become more effective and authentic in your social media journey. And as we draw the curtain on today's insightful episode, I would like to encourage you to share this with your fellow entrepreneurs. Those who you know are really passionately working towards creating businesses that truly value their customers. Remember, knowledge is key. And if you're eager to dive deeper into the topics I've covered here today, please do check out the show notes. They are brimming with valuable resources and tools to help you implement these strategies. And among those resources is the link to a free copy of my own brand strategy checklist. This is the one that I needed to help me figure out who my ideal clients were. And the one that brought that clarity to me and has helped my business explode. So that's there for you for free if you're interested. And also remember to hit the subscribe button to make sure you never miss out on an episode of the Master Your Business podcast. You've heard it here first. There are incredible guests coming on over the coming months. And if you want to stay in the loop with live training events, behind the scenes stories, and much, much more, please remember to subscribe to the Master Your Business newsletter. Your time with me today is so much appreciated. I'm your host, Deirdre Martin, reminding you to stay goal-oriented, stay resilient and never shy away from taking bold steps in your business. Until next week, keep mastering your business.